0: Talk Radio 77 WABC.
1: This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC.
2: Shut up!
3: Taking a nap on um, a Friday afternoon. I knew I had a, uh, a long weekend and long trip to upstate New York. And my phone rings, and it's Councilwoman Joanne Ariola, And um, I kept sleeping. <laughs> but I woke up a little while later, and I returned to her call, and she was very sweet. And she said, I, You know, she said, Sid, when I was on your show last week, she said, I promised you. I promised you if I had any news, any, about Floyd Bennett Field, I would let you know. And I thought that was pretty cool. You know, we're not that far removed, me and Joanne, because of Curtis. Not because of Curtis, because Curtis did nothing wrong. He was actually right again. But not that far removed from um, me saying some not very nice things about Joanne. But she came on the show last week, and now it's all about solidarity to keep these illegals out of Brooklyn and everywhere, Staten Island and Queens, you name it. And she called me to tell me that, to say that uh, Monday, which is today, the lawyer is going to court. So we're going to get all these details from Joanne Ariolo. She's going to join us at 810. But, of course, I don't need anybody else to give me details other than the man that's about to join me right now because he has been money. I mean money. He was brilliant on Thursday night in Brooklyn. (laughs) He's so good. He has big ratings, noon to one, every weekday afternoon. Big ratings, overnights, all weekend long. Arguably does his best work right here with me about this time every weekday morning. He's the icon. He's the legend, Mr. Guardian Angel. This is a huge segment. People love this segment. Curtis Sliwa. So, Curtis, how about that? Joanne giving me a call to tell me, hey, Here's what's happening next. Are you okay with Joanne right now? Were you still upset that she did initially say something not all that nice, but she seems to have come around? Let me tell you two things. (laughs) Okay. There are two people, if they come
1: on today, you mess up, you fess up. Joe Benigno had better appear and apologize. He can't. He can't. I understand, but he he blew it
3: up. I know. He blew it up, but he can't because it turns out. (laughs) It turns out that the first show he did after the Jet win was me. And the problem is WFAN pays him to go on with Evan Roberts and Tiki Barber in the afternoon. It's a paid spot. So not only did it come Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Evan who? Yeah, I know. No, crazy. Tiki no Evan's Barber. great. Evan's wait, great. wait, hold on. But now. there's no they, Craig Carlton.
3: They're not comparable to <laughs> Sid Rose. Well, I, Please. Appreciate, I, I appreciate you saying that, but they are the afternoon show with the fan who still employs Beningo. And that's uh, the guy who replaced Corton. Yeah, but so still, you mess up, you fess up in life. Well, here's the problem. Not only did he come on this show, but here's what really went bad. Why doesn't but... he send you a Western
1: Union telegram <laughs> with the apology? <laughs> well, oh, he was bombastic! Well, t- <laughs>
3: I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you what he said. I'll tell you what he said. Not only did he come on the show, but it made matters worse. And I told you that that morning when they put the conversation in the New York Post. Yes. So imagine you're Chris Olivero, you're paying Joe Beningo to come on your station to talk about the Jets twice a week, and you're in the paper with Sid Rosenberg that. at WAPJ. I understand
1: that, but I want it written with his blood. <laughs> I want him to take a <laughs> pint of plasma and blood and write it out. I apologize, Sid. I
3: couldn't have been more hopeless. Well, long. here's what he did say. He didn't say, I apologize, Sid. He didn't say He was that. wrong. He was so wrong, but he did say. You're, in life, you mess up, you fess up. He said, can't do it this morning, bro. I owe you one so much for my great defense and just to kind of uh continue what curtis is talking about before we get to the real curtis stuff if you missed it he was on last week the jets defeated the buffalo bills in overtime huge win the bills looked great yesterday beating the raiders even after the aaron Rodgers injury and lots of jet fans started to think oh we got a great defense we're still gonna win and i said joe they got dallas on sunday dallas just beat my team by 40 points last night joe didn't want to hear it if you missed it this is uh, me and Joe Beningo, cut number five. There'll be no apology today. So when you go to Dallas on Sunday and they stick it up your ass like 28-3, then what are you going to say on Monday morning? Well, we'll see. Let's see it happen. Well, well if we it happens, then, we'll, then see well, see what, what it if it happens and Zach Wilson? And me, Zach okay. Wilson goes by with the seconds, goddammit, Then them. what are you going to say? It's going to happen. Three. Write it down so, now.
2: You, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. game On Sunday against Dallas, call me again, and
1: we'll talk about how they stuck it up our ass, all right? Well, we tried. And... Uh, Jack Wilson yeah. from the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Please. I mean, Donny Osmond, please. Terrible. What, what, happened to, what happened to Benigno? He lost his mind.
3: <laughs> I, I want the apology written in blood or plasma. <laughs> well, I was wrong because I said Dallas was going to win 28-3, to and they won 30-10. to I was actually pretty close. Yes. But now... There'll be no apology.
1: The second mess up. Yeah. Uh, when you mess up, you fess up. Joanne Ariola has yet to apologize for for apologize for maligning me back in May viciously and then going out there and telling her constituents that I was rumor-mongering, I was making up the fact that the feds were working with the state and Eric Adams to put illegal aliens on Floyd Benefield. You remember, that was in May. That we was could, in May. We yeah. could have organized well That's, in advance.
3: And, I and again, I, I brought her on. It was the same day. I won't forget it. We actually brought on Vicky Palladino because you gave me information about Fort. Uh, what Fort was that in Queens? Uh, not Fort Totten. Fort Totten. And you gave me information about uh, Fort, Fort Benefield, Fort Tilden, and Howard Beach. That's correct. And that was the uh, motivation to bring Joanne on. And, yes, you are right She said, and I quote, I don't take advice from radio. Well, maybe she should have taken the (laughs) advice. That's true. We'd be in a much better place. Number two,
1: she issued a letter that we should all come together. She attacked Joe Biden. Fine. She attacked Hochul. Fine. And totally exonerated Eric Adams.
3: Totally exonerated. Now, let me play no, you. Hold no, on. When you say, because i, I got to tell you, the history is a little inconsistent. I haven't heard our mutual friend, and I love her. I love her, Jamie Williams, attack Eric Adams yet either. I've not heard one thing from her. Don't you think, I you have have not, don't you think it's a little more
1: difficult for a Democrat to no, do that?
3: No, no. I think if you're on the side of ours, and it's about the illegals and the okay. migrants, so he deserves th- it. So you have Joanne Ariola.
1: I want her to come. I want her to respond to this statement that Eric Adams has made.
2: You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in this is what we need to recognize
3: I do I recognize <laughs> that you're incompetent. he called himself incompetent
2: yeah and he, he is Well this is
3: the best audio of the day. I know you love the comedian Lewis Black yes, you love him love him boy did he did he drop napalm on Eric Adams Lewis Black cut number 10.
0: Eric Adams recently said that he doesn't get enough credit for what he's done here. He was kind of whining about this about two, three weeks ago. Here's just a tip from somebody who's not really a politician, but someone who kind of takes a close look at them and how the the words that come out of their mouth affect us. Uh, Eric, shut the f*** up, okay? That's what you do. Shut the f*** up. Credit for what you've done. You know who deserves credit? The people who come, you know, get the garbage cleaned up. That's who deserves the credit. The people who have the, 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 the toughest jobs in this country, that's who get who deserve the credit. And they get none, Eric. There are very few people who get credit for what they do. You know, you chose to do this. That's the deal. And you're not doing it well. And if you think you are, you're out of your in mind, you make de Blasio look like a genius, and that's a form.
3: How about Lewis Black's assertion right that on. Adams makes de Blasio look like a genius?
1: This is what I'm hearing everywhere. And so it is incumbent upon Joanne Ariola and all of her common sense caucus. To name and shame Eric Adams, because they're not doing it. I you agree. know what they all say? Oh, but he's trying. Yeah, uh-huh. trying to destroy our city. What the really hell are that, you talking right, about?
3: Trying. Well, give me, uh, let's move past what you should yes, do, because yes, you're yes. right. I agree with all that. I'm on your side. I'm I want not, two apologies. Yeah, two, two apologies. apologies. <laughs> Benigno and Ariola. Exactly. You want three, because you want two from Ariola. Exactly. But uh, they are going to court today, according to Joanne, and I guess they're going to file an injunction. Tell me what's going on in court today. You don't know? I well, don't I don't know. Really? They don't share this with us. What Come on! Talking about you called me and told me about it. On who's, Friday. who's the lawyer? I don't know who the lawyer is. Well, Joe I, Murray has uh, actually stepped up and said he would do it pro bono. Look, look. Let's get
1: together with Joe Murray. You do. We'll I mean, do the that. guy who has represented people who've tried to kill me. Right.
3: I'll put all of that aside. Well, he actually was. Uh, we had dinner with Lewis. At La Sorrentina, Thursday night after the rally, which he did the rally. For, and he was uh, talking you up how great you were. Let's let's sit down with Joe. Okay. Uh, look, Joanne can do
1: what she's got to do fine. The more the more lawyers that are in court, the, somebody's going to hit, you know, an injunction. But I have no idea what Joanne is doing. I don't know who this lawyer is. I, I, I hope for the best now. Yeah. But let's face oh,
3: it. You seem so pessimistic and down this well, morning.
1: Well, I'm pessimistic and down because I see these politicians clucking away. You know, they're blaming Biden. They're blaming hoko Fine. And all of a sudden, they're giving a pass to Eric Adams, the guy who started this. He challenged Abbott. He said, bring him on. He has recently said, oh, it's up to you, the people. I can't do anything more. He's abandoned ship. He's abdicated. And I want to hear them name and shame Eric Adams. Why, why are they why? giving him a pass? Well, I, I never give him a common pass. Common sense caucus. What <laughs> kind of common sense is that? You blame Biden. Fine. Who's going to be on this block, by the way? That's why tomorrow, you see. Tomorrow.
3: I think it's tomorrow. No. Well, that's why you see everybody here. No, no. They're here all week long. Right, Same right. people. But he'll be here tomorrow. To but speak he's to right BB. down the block. That's where he's
1: staying. Why don't we pay him a visit? <laughs> (laughs) You know, give him some ginkgo in the morning, try to revive his memory. Maybe he can tell us another story, right? But anyway, the point is, if you're going to take on the individuals who are destroying our city, our state, our country, it starts with Biden, Hockel, and you cannot give a pass to Eric Well,
3: you know I agree a thousand percent. I've said time and every rally that we do, you and I, before you take over and you win the day every time, I mention all three, and I do place emphasis on Eric Because he's a guy now bitching and complaining, not Biden, a little bit from Hochul. And he's a guy that was there when the buses first arrived and shook hands. Let me make make Pam point. You can ask Joanne Areola. Do you
1: support the mayor who wants to send our problem that he created to other communities upstate, including to where your mother is in Sullivan County? She hates him?: I say no. Yeah. I, agree. I say, we created this problem because of our mayor. He invited him here, and now he wants to shuttle them all over the state. No, We defend the rest of the state.
3: Just send these people back, exactly or to Washington or to Washington. And when he goes, that's illegal. Don't be a pussy. Oh my God. Oh. Now, did Nelson Mandela care when something was illegal? You want to really get New Yorkers to love you? Then this mess that you created, if you have to do something illegal to fix it, if they got to drag you out of, of Gracie Mansion in handcuffs, I can promise you you will earn at oh, least 90%. a modicum of respect from you and I. 90% right? of the people, Drain absolutely. Out of handcuffs just because I care more about the people than my freedom. But to be a pussy and say, I'm you. not going to break the law. I want you to go to
1: my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter. You will see me with Art, an elderly African-American who went to Thomas Jefferson High School in East New York. He lives in the streets. You will cry. Art. Could not find the bathroom. He he is in control of his mental faculties. He just happens to be homeless. And he defecated out there in the street. He was crying when I came upon him. I said, Art, Art, he goes, nobody will let me use the bathroom. I've been to the Roosevelt Hotel three times. I said, please, I need a room. You're an American. We don't have rooms for you. You will look at this guy. My wife, when he she first saw said that? You're yeah. an
3: American? We don't have rooms for yeah. you?
1: When you see, Art. You will cry. He looks like the black Santa Claus. You know, he's got the gray yeah. beard. Yeah. He's elderly. And you say, Eric Adams, you have forsaken your yeah. own people, your own African-Americans. What is Shanda, in this rush Shanda? And this Russia Shonda. Can we find a body of moving water where Eric, who claims he's a Jew, puts a yarmulke on, even though he loves Huey Louie Farrakhan, where he can throw some breadcrumbs in moving water or maybe pebbles tosh-lick. into it? You're talking about the, tosh-lick.
3: the tosh-lick. Yes, I got to do that actually when, next when week too. When will his Day of Atonement be to all of well, us? Well, not any time soon. And while you're uh, talking about him, there's uh, there's another person, another Democrat, who I know you get along with uh, very very well. And you mentioned the Roosevelt Hotel. She was there this weekend. That skank, AOC. <laughs> <laughs> what did I t- Sid, when I told you
1: we rebels, we got this. Politicians get out of the way. We're all working together, us rebels. She had the shock of her lifetime, AOC all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the Socialists of America, who wanted to defund the police, get rid of the police, open up the prisons, and bring in all the illegal aliens. She wants jobs for them, but said no to Amazon, who could have created good-paying jobs for Americans here. And she had the gall to stand out there. Well, if you notice, all of those folks have been in my rallies, haven't they, Sid? All of them. They did a magnificent job. I applaud them. Adored them everywhere. You are not safe. Wherever you folks are who are bringing these illegals in, you can run. You can't hide. We're going to track you down, and we're going to woof you down. You saw what demonstrators did to them. They were afraid. They looked into the crowd, and you know, Sid, what really blew ALC's mind there were moderate Democrats in that crowd that she recognized. She, oh, wait a second. How are we going to handle this? We have got to put them on the defensive, and that's what we're going to do.
3: Up the rebels. Now, why is there a rally coming up? I understand, of course, Creedmoor. I understand Floyd Bennett Beale, Toys R Us, and the brilliant work you've done at St. Johnsville Academy and other spots on Staten Island. Can you explain to me why there's a rally coming up, and I believe it's a big one At Riverdale in the Bronx. That's
1: right. Manhattan College? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, a lot of your rabbis up there say, oh, Curtis
2: Lewis, no, come on. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know know. the
3: one. You you don't get along at all with Joe Potosnick, do you? Uh, Oh, Joe, somebody broke his arm. I mean, (laughs)
1: somebody tooled him up with a baseball bat. He was walking around out there in a daze. The poor guy, he's going in for surgery. He said, oh, a van backed up in him. You know Joe loves women, right? He must have man, <laughs> messed with the wrong oh, female at the God. wrong time, oh, God, and some no. guy won't tool oh, him up. my God. And by the way, as we're talking about tooling up, you said that softball is a Jewish thing? Yes. Since when? Your mother... Your mother name will me meet with a set, and I raised you to be playing with a 16-inch clincher. <laughs> you might as well play with a beach ball. What is this, Larry
3: David versus Rosie O'Donnell? That's kind of what it is. That is, like an old Jewish guy like Larry David. I mean, softball's not a Jewish game. Everybody plays softball, cops here in New York City. But the Sunday morning games in the Catskills, it's all old Jewish guys. All of them were drafted by the Dodgers. You know how that works. They were drafted by the Dodgers, drafted by the Yankees. They're like 65 years old. They got big bellies. They drink beer
1: when they play softball. What do no, they no, drink? No, no. Morgan David, Madden no, no, no,
3: no, no, no. See, this is the difference. That's the that's the New York City cops, firemen, the old no, Jewish no, guys. No. They're not drinking you beer. Know, on you Sunday know softball is king? With Eddie Fainer and the king in his court.
1: Right, he threw a softball, fast pit softball, 104 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. This guy was great. I remember. And they would play with like four guys and they would beat teams. I remember. would put 11 guys out there, including a mid-center fielder, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, a backup to the backup. The <laughs> Midwest is king with Chicago, Minneapolis, Detroit. When I organized the Guardian Angels in Detroit, speaking of the UAW on strike, they have 24-hour softball leagues. So I'd be pounding thugs all night long. And I'd go and queue up for a softball game at 4 o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. That's crazy. crazy.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, the the beauty about softball is just about anybody can play. It's not baseball. But what's better, as we wrap up this great conversation. Well, let me tell you something. What's better than just two people? All you need is two and a broomstick, a Spalding ball, and a wall at one of the public schools. For me, P.S. 197, right off Kings Highway in Brooklyn. In an afternoon of stickball.
1: Oh yeah! And Come you, on, you Kirk. didn't have a
3: Spalding. You could use a Pensy pinky or a sponge
1: ball. You know, with a normal baseball bat, you make that little square on the wall, and you cheat, cheat. That was a strike. Oh, it was. Yes, it was. Look, look, look at the chalk. The chalk is on the board. But let me tell you this: Manhattan College. You know, who went to Manhattan College. Ray Kelly, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Lawler. Really? They they didn't reach out to Ray Kelly or Rudy Giuliani or Mike Lola, all the those, alumni. All
3: those three guys went to Manhattan College? All
1: three of those. They didn't reach out to them. Me, the high school dropout, who the Jesuits kicked to the curb at Brooklyn Prep. As Peter King always says, I graduated Brooklyn Prep. Curtis Lee was a high school dropout. Well, the neighborhood has called me in into Leader rally next Sunday at 2 o'clock. Because believe it or not, the jerks who run Manhattan College... Uh, Catholic College up there in Riverdale have sold one of the dorms so they can put illegal aliens in there with all the young girls and young boys who go to school. Their parents are paying upwards of $68,000. Hey, if you're members of the alumni or whatever, you got to put a stop to that. Do you see what happened at Buffalo SUNY? They had them since May, 44, and then the chancellor said, you got five days, pack your bags, get the hell out of here. In fact, Buffalo Erie County wants no more of our illegal aliens. Why? They raped twice at Super 8 motels that we were paying them to be in. And you want to house illegal aliens on that beautiful 22-acre campus that overlooks Van Cortlandt Park? Are you people who run Manhattan College out of your minds? Well, let me tell you something. 2 o'clock next Sunday... Right there at 238th and Waldo Avenue. I'm going to lead the mother of all demonstrations to stop that in its tracks. And all you rabbis out there, you could come out and say, Oh, after the Day of Atonement, Sliwa has no Rachmones. Guess what? I gave you two of my sons to your
2: tribe. Shut up, rabbis. Go back to Dominic. Study the Torah and Talmud. Get out of our way, and we're going to stop the
1: dormitory of Manhattan College from housing illegal aliens to protect the children there who are getting a great college education. Hey, Ray Kelly, Rudy Giuliani, wake up, Mike Lola. That's your school. You're the alumni. Join Curtis Slewer and the neighborhood to stop the illegal aliens from taking over Manhattan College.
2: To you, it's like dropping a dime. You're spreading the word like it is your job. You should be a school pigeon who works for the mob. You talk too much and you never shut up. I said you talk too much. Oh boy, you
0: never shut up. Chalk Radio 77 WABC.
1: Oi. This is sitting in
0: Friends in the Morning.
2: how many of us
1: Seventy seven WABC. There
2: must be some kind of way out of here. Say that that Joker to the too much confusion. I can't get no relief. Business man, there to drink my wine. Come and-
3: Happy, heavenly birthday to the great Jimi Hendrix, who died 53 years ago today, this date back in 1970, not long after his amazing performance, one mile from my mother's house at Woodstock. Jimi Hendrix, happy, heavenly birthday. My next conversation is brought to you by my dear friend Pete Morgan, who I believe is coming back from Greece finally today, if he's not back already. Pete, uh, Pete, of course, is a Mr. Peerless Boilers. Check him out today, peeler'sboilers.com, paviliontankless.com. They do build the world's best boilers. It's been a phenomenal show today, really has. Curtis, Rich Lowry, Joanne Ariola, Bill O'Reilly, Bernie Kosar. But I want to go back to a conversation I had with Joanne, my councilwoman, about how today they're going to court. Joanne is trying to keep the illegals out of Floyd Bennett Field. You know the history, what she said, Curtis, her. Now she is seemingly coming around. She's been uh, calling me, which is very good. Been on this show twice, even called out the mayor today. But I did ask her who our lawyer was, because Curtis has made it very clear to me the last couple of days, it's very important to get a good lawyer. He doesn't care if it's Bruce Cutler, who, of course, uh, was there for John Gotti. He doesn't care if it's Joe Murray, And Joe is involved with somebody who doesn't like Curtis very much. He doesn't care. His contention is we need to get the best lawyers. So I asked Joanne Ariola this morning who the lawyer was, and to say that Curtis Sleevel was unimpressed may be an understatement. Curtis, take it away.
1: I was stunned. First off, John Ciampoli is an election lawyer for Republicans.
3: She did say election lawyer. She did say that.
1: Right. And everybody has their lane. This is not an election issue. Johnny Tobacco said the same thing he agrees with. Right. And And he's been
3: at the forefront on doing a great job on Staten Island, John.
1: Exactly. And John Ciampoli is a hitman for the Republican Party. He knocked John Tobacco off the ballot when he was running on my ticket to be controller for the city.
3: That's so ironic. I just mentioned JT and boom, he knocked Tobacco off the, I didn't know that. Well,
1: he actually represented John Tobacco and he had to do a cover sheet. John Tobacco got 17,000 signatures. I got 15,000. John got more than me. This is in the middle of COVID, right? The lockdown pandemic. You only need about 8,000 to qualify. John Ciampoli not only messed up John Tobacco's cover sheet the first time, but admitted in court he did it the second time. He said, I messed up. It's all on me. Poor John Tobacco couldn't run because of that. (laughs) And then... Vicky Palladino, who wins a Republican primary in twenty twenty one against uh against Joanne Ariola's candidate John Sakalos, who hasn't been seen since they go into court, John Ciampoli on behalf of Ariola, the Queens County chairwoman, and sue Vicky Palladino. oh,
3: you can't sue Vicky
1: yes, oh. they did it's all fact now yeah. he's a hitman for the Republican Party when it comes to election law. he knows nothing else. About other laws. So I, I'm telling you, I was texting you over the weekend, even though I know you were putting breadcrumbs uh, in the Atlantic Ocean there, trying to trying to convince Hashem you should be written into the Book of Life, not the Book of Death, by uh, Yom Kippur, you know, the Day of Atonement. Uh, but we got to get a big gun. I even said to my wife, Nancy, can you handle this because she's good. She goes, Curtis, I can do the research. I do the research as well as anyone. You gotta get a big gun in it. You gotta go to federal court. You can't be playing around. I mean, look in Staten Island. They have Lou, Gerald and great. Mark Fonte. They won yeah. every case yeah. against the city on behalf of Vito Fasella and John Tobacco. Remember Max Public House? They won that case. Uh, they're, they're right now waiting the final decision of Judge Ozzie on, uh, the, uh, uh the location now. In which there are the protests of the grandmothers and uh, the mothers, uh, Saint John Vila. Yeah, but Staten yeah, Island, yeah, right. I th- we got Joe Murray. Look, Joe, whatever I said in the past, you represented some really bad hombres that wanted to put me six feet under in a uh, cardboard box. All is forgiven. All is forgotten. Well,
3: this says a lot about what the type of man you are, how much you care about my people, when I say my people, not the Jews, I mean the people in Brooklyn and Queens, that you're actually uh, asking for Joe Murray's help, knowing full well that um, he represented a man that did, in fact, try to kill you. Yes, uh, Yes, I forgive him. Uh, for that he 's a lawyer,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what I really feel, but i 'll <laughs> suck it up because we need a
3: big gun he 's and Joe Murray is a great attorney and I, look, I love him he 's a great guy, look, him and I you know him and his girlfriend Jody, me and Danielle, we go out together we 're very very friendly in fact, after the rally on Thursday, he was there, and uh, dinner at La Sorrentina, afterwards with Lou, he was uh, very quick to compliment you look i 'll come out to the rockaways i 'll sit with
1: you and Joe Murray i just have my lead guy, Arnold, check the bathroom first before <laughs> I get there <laughs> so that his client doesn't finish the job that he
3: started Wait. shooting me five times with hollow boy bullets. Is that the Chinese guy?
1: Uh, no, no. That's Arnold Salinas. That's the Puerto Ricano, the oh, Borrico who's who, been with who's me.
3: Who's this Chinese guy that keeps shooting me? Oh,
1: that's up. KG Oda. Who
3: is that? You do guy? not
1: want to mess with KG He's Oda.
3: Like, it reminds me of those movies, uh, the Inspector Clouseau movies, when he walked into the apartment. And the guy would just start doing karate and beat the hell out exactly. of him. <laughs> exactly. That's K. Man, I, I got some real veterans. I just
1: need to check the bathroom first if you don't mind. I trust you guys implicitly, oh, guys. but just a quick no, checkup. No, no, you no, never know. You never know.
3: Listen, I actually spend my days and nights, you know this, defending you. You become my guy. Yes. So you, uh, you're safe Look, with me. So
1: let me say this about John Champoli and what uh, Ariola and Assemblywoman Jamie Williams are doing. I wish them a lot of luck. I hope they win because then we all win. But let's hedge your bet here. Let's get the big gun. This is a we need the guns in Navarro. My wife will do the research. You know, there's nobody better. Nobody. But you got to have somebody when they walk in that court the judge looks and they say, "Whoa. This is like big stuff here." Right. You know, this is like a guy who the federal court system respects implicitly and everybody knows Joe is respected by all and he's got the cred and he lives there in Rockway. This is has got to be personal for Joe oh, and the people very, in Brooklyn. Very. So I, I will fall on the sword. Okay. I, I will actually let him talk about the guy who tried to kill me. He'll probably talk about, oh, he's, he's really a nice guy. You know, he grew well, up in Canarsie just like could, you. Know,
3: if I remember correctly, and I wasn't there, but I got this firsthand from uh, Bernie, God rest his soul, that there was an event a couple of years ago. Dogs were involved somehow. Maybe that uh, idiot Levin was there. But supposedly you and Gotti Jr., who were ordered the hit, him and his father, supposedly you two guys were almost uh, lip-locked, almost in a make-out session. But this is what
1: happened. My wife Nancy was running for state attorney general on the, uh, the party that I was the chairman of at that time, the Reform Party, on the animal rights issue. And John Gotti Jr. is a dog lover, and he came up to my wife at the Oyster Bay Festival. He goes, I love the work you do. I love the work that your husband does in protecting animals, and I'm going to support you for State Attorney General. I, I shook his hand. Wow. You shook his hand? Yeah, because, look. If you could shake his hand, or, then
3: Joe Murray's nothing compared to Gandhi no. Jr.
1: You're right. You're right. But <laughs> yeah. anybody that loves animals, because, you know, if, as Gandhi said, you know, as uh, Eric Adams likes to say, I'm Gandhi. Gandhi said a society that does not take care of its animals does not take care of its people. And I look agree. at all the homeless people we I, I, have. I so, agree. I will put everything aside. We all come together. May the best man, best woman win in court. But we need the guns and that room. That's Joe That's Heary.
3: All right. So I just we...
1: want to be able to check that bathroom before <coughs> well, we have f- our it's sit It's funny down.
3: you say that. I just got a text from John Mazzola. You know who he is? Yes. He owns La Sorrentina. He says, hey, this is John Mazzola. Uh, he is going to make sure the bathroom is clean. Tell Curtis, don't worry about
1: well, it. Well, it's not cleanliness i know it's clean he means clean of guns i'm talking (laughs) about the 38 special that might be hidden there
3: don't worry you're safe there in my in my neighborhood you're safe thank you curtis we'll do this again tomorrow i'll reach out to joe murray this afternoon call you tonight and don't forget ladies and gentlemen curtis has a big rally coming up it's this sunday at 2 p.m at manhattan college outside the migrant dorm that's on 238th street and waldo avenue in riverdale make sure you will go out there and help out curtis